Oh, welcome to What's What He Told Me's Talking About, Weezer. I'm your host, Matt Abadaka, and today we're talking Weezer's new project, Seasons, S-Z-N-Z. That's how they're doing it. And this is the first EP in that collection, Spring. I'm joined by a very special guest. We get right into it here, folks. No preamble, nothing. We don't. We just get right in because we know you want the goods. And we got the goods, and you, here they come. Here you go. Ready? You know I'm from... Hollywood Handbook, maybe don't. And as the bad boy of podcasting, it's Kevin Bartelt. What's up, my guy? Oh, what's going on? <laughs> See, now, it's when I do that, it's like I was surprised that I was even talking. I loved it. More like late night hosts need to like start with like a small little laugh, like giddy up for themselves. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin, for being here. How are you, my friend? I'm great. I'm so happy. I've been uh, to be here with you. I've been a big fan of this show. Oh, please. There needs to be more music pods in the world, and this one kicks ass. Thank and, you. Uh, I wish. I wish I did it more. If I'm being honest, but who has the time? Yeah, it's uh, it's hard. This whole making podcast thing we've learned. It's hard, and you know what, Weezer, you're actually testing my patience here because now I got to do fucking four of these this year. Four. I know who does have the time to make music is a little band called Weezer yeah, in uh, got, 2022. They, they've been look. They had albums come out. They had two albums last year that they you yeah. know they kind of held on to. It, that was a whole thing because of this whole you know. I'll just go ahead and say it. Plandemic. Yeah. Yep. Just kidding. Thank you. The novel coronavirus. <laughs> the novel coronavirus. Yeah, based on a novel pushed by Sapphire. Um, <laughs> no, but Kevin, I'm here with Kevin, and Kevin, I feel like we talk about a lot of things. We talk a lot of shit. Yeah. We talk mostly a lot about, shit. <laughs> we talk about all sorts of things, but Kevin, we don't really talk tunes. We don't talk tunes enough. Um, Not enough. I'm, I know. And I'm. I'm curious. What are your what are what tunes you listen to? What 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 do you listen to generally? What's your whole what's your whole vibe? Ooh, let's look at my Spotify. I'm a little all over the place right I see now. The happy birthday song. I see mostly happy birthday to me once a year, <laughs> and that's my whole Spotify. <laughs> right now, I'm in a in a metal kick. I've been listening oh. to this uh, metal band called Lamb of God that mm-hmm. I'm a fan of. Um, my Best friend is a huge metalhead and has kind of slowly gotten me into metal over the years. Mostly Lamb of God is what I'm listening to lately. Yeah. But if I look at my history, I've been doing a like early aughts throwback of like Fall Out Boy, Panic at the Disco, some uh, Green Day as well. Really speaking my language there, brother. Well, what I did was uh, for the holidays, I drove from Chicago to Pittsburgh. It was like mm-hmm. a eight hour drive. And for the first like hour or two, I just did like Spotify, whatever my like top songs were. But it was yeah. kind of a roller coaster. Like it just it was hard to like get into a groove with it. Yeah. So I was like, let me like put on some old albums that I used to like, because with those, I know every single song because yes. it's just in my blood. Yeah. And then I got through like half the ride. It just felt like happened in like a minute um, just because each of those were like 40 minute albums that. It was like, well, here's ten songs I know every single word to, which was yeah. kind of fun. So it's been I've been enjoying kind of going back and listening to those, uh, like to me, like the CDs that I listened to in like seventh grade that I really haven't listened to since. <clears throat> has and been are fun. you are you a like a full albums guy or are you like a I'm just gonna skip around kind of guy? 
kind of skip around. Mm. Uh, I try to give like a full album a chance. Um, and um, I think to put my like uh, tinfoil hat on that mm-hmm. Spotify and the streaming world has like kind of ruined albums that were just very, it seems like we're very like singles focused uh, mm-hmm. like music listeners now, uh, which is kind of a bummer because I think there's so much like craft that goes into an album and we'll discuss that today too which i'm happy about um but i just think like there's so bands make so much cool stuff and it often just gets like burned down to like two minutes yeah and it's like well they have another 38 minutes of music on this but we're only going to listen to whatever i i like this one song and so i've been enjoying like in the last year in particular like kind of going back and being like okay let's listen to this you know, full yellow card album from like top to bottom. And yeah. then just seeing like, oh, some of this sucks. <laughs> like some of this doesn't hold up. It's yeah. not good. It's not interesting. I can see why they're pushing the singles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, I've been enjoying that. Um, but the biggest band I've been listening to probably in the last three years. Um, and I do think there's some similarities with their output to Weezer is uh kind of a psychedelic rock band, sludge band. They're like all types of genres called King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Okay, yeah. Uh, You've talked about them uh, Mm -hmm. a bit, and I I still not done my due diligence. So they just released their 20th album this month. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, similar, though, to Weezer, in 2017, they released five albums. Jesus. Like, just in one year. And uh, some of it, I think, is like their best stuff, and uh, I really enjoy it. Uh, a couple of those albums and so like with this season's like output mm-hmm. it made me think of that as well um yeah so and yeah let me let's i'll speak on that just for a second too because I, I guess if you're listening to this you know what weezer's up to yeah. but just as a head like just as a re- refresh or re- you know let's let's get it all out there weezer put out okay human and van weezer last year after holding on to both of them for a, a bit uh, because of the pandemic and not being able to tour and stuff. While they're working on those two albums, uh, Rivers is also working on this other project that he hadn't really said what it was. He sort of announced that like they were working on something else in 2020, like before those two albums even came out. And then he later revealed after uh, those two albums came out that it was this new thing called Seasons, and it's going to be one EP every on the first day of every season first being spring obviously yep uh and then so yeah that's gonna that's gonna come out uh every what three months every three months we'll have a new weezer album yeah uh, and they sort of were like the i know that the release format of that had gone back and forth a little bit because they didn't he said that, but he didn't like confirm it with anybody. <laughs> or like, yeah, I'm looking at the tweet, which was from pe- February seventh. Yeah. Uh, here are the season's release dates, and there's an asterisk: spring, uh, Sunday, March twentieth; summer, Monday, June twentieth; fall, uh, Thursday, September twenty second; winter, Wednesday, December twenty first. First asterisk says. Those should be the release days of the season. So please correct me if I'm wrong. Yes. Hilarious, like <laughs> really funny. Just, just to do like a whole. 
to do four albums based on the seasons and then just to immediately say if i'm wrong yeah <laughs> so, i didn't so. look this up <laughs> yeah <laughs> but then the, uh, <clears throat> to matt's point the second asterisk says also not confirmed with any record company or manager yes uh a horrifying thing to see <laughs> truly truly scary um, very scary and um uh not like just atypical for like a type of release like this too because music comes out on friday that's when music comes out yeah right mm-hmm. uh they released this album on a sunday that's yeah, not the lord's day on the lord's day you know what they should be resting yeah they should be resting uh they're making heathens out of us because mm-hmm. we should be in church but instead i'm in the parking lot bumping this stuff yeah which yeah. does oh, feel yeah. kind of religious they talk about adam and eve that's true and you know what sorry it's, god we we drove to church yeah we parked there uh-huh. we're, like, we're not going in we got some business to do yeah so that was kind of fun yeah that was cool i kind of missed getting the wafer but that's all right uh <laughs> but okay so you listen to you're listening to a lot of metal right now you're listening to you like King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. What is your yes. what's your overall take? And look, I just want to, I didn't say this to you before we started. And I'm just yeah. going to say this to you now. Feel free to go off. Feel free to just <laughs> don't you don't have to look, you're just cuz you're in my house, just cuz you're in my dojo doesn't yeah. mean you have to like it as much as me. You can you could say you don't like it at all. You could say you could say whatever you want. Where where are you at just generally with Weezer? What's your overall sense of them as a band? I would say I have had like, I want to say I have like an up and down relationship with them, Mm -hmm. but I wouldn't even say down. It's more like up and neutral, basically. So my first experience with Weezer was in seventh grade. Mm -hmm. I was taking drum lessons in Aurora, Illinois. The first song I learned was Dream On with Aerosmith. Yeah, I learned from Garth. He did the big big solo for me. Um. And the second song I learned was Beverly Hills, uh-huh. which I think was kind of my introduction to Weezer, um, which is kind of weird that it wasn't like any of the like very early albums. But I really liked it. And then my friend learned Island in the Sun on um, guitar. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, this is like a really cool band. I would say from like seventh grade through high school, it was definitely like, a, man, this band's dope. Uh, I really like their like first few albums. And um, then I would say like college through maybe like up to like a couple years ago, mm-hmm. I kind of just stopped thinking about them. Yeah. But by no means of a, like this band is bad, but it was just like, I think I was just introduced to different music and then Weezer kind of, I don't know, fell off a little bit. Also, they're, yeah, they're not in the rotation anymore. <clears throat> they're not in the rotation. And um. I do think they kind of suffer from being overplayed on the radio a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not even just like overplayed, but like if they played other Weezer songs other than like their three most popular, because I think they have enough hits that they don't need to just play like the three most popular on the radio. I think yes. they have enough like good music that they could introduce some other stuff in there that uh, would still slap. Well, that's, you know. That they have that because they put out an album every freaking half hour, it seems. Yes. So here's <laughs> here's my second point. I think this is kind of what brought me to a neutral, but now is why I'm back on an upswing. I kind of had this like philosophy that I don't really believe anymore. Um, in my early twenties, that Gravity, was like the world being flat. Mostly, it was mostly about yeah. 
I had fucked up politics and I believed the earth was uh, flat. Um, but, and that changed when I moved to LA. Yeah. Um, but I, I kind of thought like bands should make albums like every couple of years. Mm-hmm. And my big example of this was like when Green Day did that Uno Dos Trace thing, I was like, this sucks. I'm so yes. mad that they did this because I love this band so much. Um, this and is too much. Yeah. And so I think that and maybe some other examples of like bands releasing music like almost too consistently, I felt like they weren't, uh, they were just like getting stuff out and they weren't putting enough like effort into it. So then for like a few years, I was like, any band that is like releasing music like all the time probably isn't that good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't really have enough like solid examples. It was just like the three bands I liked did that and it kind of upset me. Yeah. But that kind of changed recent, like a couple of years ago when King Gizzard released those like five albums. I was like, well, hold on. These are like really good. Like there clearly <laughs> is an example of bands releasing a lot of uh, outputting a lot of music and it being really solid and the band getting like tighter and really good. And then I kind of thought like selfishly, like if someone told me, um, hey, what if instead of producing podcasts once a week, you just did it like once a year? I'd yeah. be like, well, that's kind of rude. Like, I think I should make podcasts whenever I want. Okay, and I'm then if people this like, question from my sheet here real quick. <laughs> Basically, I looked in the mirror and was like, "That's people should just release music whenever they want." Like, yeah, I, I, I don't need to be the boss of like people's output. So then I kind of was like, once I saw that Weezer was releasing like music basically every year, I was like, "Good for them!" Like they love making music and they've done it for 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 a while. And I saw an interview this morning with Rivers talking about like one of the things that has helped the band over the last like 15 years he said was like they all got married and then went to like couples counseling and uh felt like learned how to communicate better in their yeah. relationships and he's like we all kind of brought that to the band um that's really which interesting we, which we definitely did not have uh when in the early days we would fight a lot and argue a lot but then we all got married and learned how to be like better communicators and then we all kind of bring that to the band now and we're like better collaborators. And I was like, yeah. that's cool. I'd, you know, they should, they should, they should title their next album Happy Wife, Happy Life. <laughs> they should. That's, um, first album's called Spring, second one's called Happy Wife. Yeah, Happy they Life. abandoned this immediately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Weezer, if you're listening, uh, I just think it's so interesting. Yeah. That like there are bands that sort of like, cause I remember, being excited about the idea of right the idea of like having three green day albums in a year like uno dos train i was like oh that's like fun too Mm -hmm. um maybe a a tad self-indulgent i was like oh trey's in the band and he gets to be the third one then the other ones are named after trey uh, yeah or but isn't like the album art like one one of of their faces yeah it's each of them yeah i think the first one's billy and the second one's uh mike yeah and i've never really even listened to it like maybe it's fine but i just like that kind of output i was like this is too much but uh i don't know i i've I've kind of like changed my pov on that and just like hey if you want to release a bunch of stuff like go off yeah I, I know that uh, Rivers like cited Uno Dos Trey as an example of something that they would like to like avoid. Like, oh, um, interesting. Just as like, because it was like a, I don't think it was like necessarily like a critical failure. Because like we, you know, 
end of the day, Green Day is going to put something out. It's going to be like at least pretty good, right? Like they they, they haven't really made like a stinker. Um, yeah. And- Rivers Rivers releases. Quattro Cinco Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, wait, no, Rivers, you didn't get it. You actually like messed it up in like a big way. You messed it up, dude. Yeah, come on, man. Um, but I think commercially it was um a bit of a failure because it was just like, oh, like another one? I just got one. Yeah. Like, so it's it's just, you know. It was you know, I guess we'll see how this shakes out. We got we got one down and we'll see what the response is. I'm optimistic. Um, yeah. I honestly think it will be like kind of cool, and that their EPs, like hopefully they're they're like shorter and yeah. you know under ten songs for each. You know, like and, you know, I don't this know. isn't this might not mean a lot coming from me, but I think they're in a bit of an upswing. Uh, last couple albums too, so I think yeah, I agree. Uh, I think that nowhere to go but up. But we'll we'll see where that. And so, Kevin, before we move on, you mentioned that you're playing the drums. Mm-hmm. And I guess you played you played Beverly Hills, so you kind of you know you ate, you ate my lunch a little bit, and you, you sort of answered the question before I asked it. Have you played any other Weezer songs before? Uh, yes, I have played a lot. <laughs> this is a good, this is a good question. <laughs> Weezer, have you ever played a Weezer song on the drums? And and follow up, what other ones did you? Yeah, play? and which ones? Because you, you've been in bands before. Yeah, in a when I think uh, when I first started. Uh, when we first started working together, you had just joined a Rage Against the Machine cover band, I think. Yep. Yeah, I was in that for a little bit. I was an original band for like a year before that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know how many of these I've played like live, but I definitely like grew up practicing Hashpipe, Buddy Holly, mm-hmm. uh, Say It Ain't So and stuff. I mean, Say It Ain't So was on Rock Band, right? The game? Yes. Yeah. That that was so cool. Like, I had so much fun doing that. Um I'm very curious. I really hope they make another sort of like rock band style game in the next couple of years. Like that game had so much like uh, influence on me, especially yes. like as a drummer, like the drums to drumming is way closer, obviously, than the six buttons to the guitar. Yeah. But like if you're a if you could hold your own on rock band, like on the drums, you really just need to move your arms in like two different positions. And like you probably can be like a solid like intro drummer yeah yeah um, that's i've heard that like quite a bit like the people it's not like one-to-one exactly but it's like it's pretty close for like what yeah. you're getting it's like a pretty decent uh drumming like yeah intro to drumming experience yeah so uh i i played a lot of that and then i think another thing that was like an upswing for weezer for me is um, my girlfriend Leah is a, is a much bigger Weezer fan than I am. So what when the heck? we moved, go get her, get out of here. I know why is she why is she not here. Um, but when she when we moved in together, she was playing Weezer like all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think that kind of got me more into like, uh, just, uh, like she would play like all of Pinkerton, all of the Red Album, and then I would yeah. be like, man, I kind of forgot that. Oh yeah, this is a really cool Weezer song. Like I kind of got stuck like maybe a lot of people with certain bands of like just listening to the ones I like and then that's it. And yeah. then her introducing me to like some other stuff that I was like, Oh yeah, I forgot that like pork and beans is a cool, like weird song. And pork and beans is good. They, yeah. uh, the red album, the red album is good. Uh, yeah. I feel like there was like, well, this is now the, 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 uh, the magic of hindsight, right? I feel like when sure. the red album came out, people were like, what the hell? But now they've released 
like 10 albums like since then or something truly so now comparatively it can be i think viewed i think it is good i liked it when it was new anyway um so is t is the the covers album is teal like one of their because africa uh, africa's now like their most popular song of all time right yeah yeah teal, i wonder if teal is like going to be uh, like in 10 years people are going to look back and be like you know, Teal was actually really good or something, but maybe not for like hardcore Weezer fans, but maybe it's an album that gets people into Weezer. It's, you know, that's a, a fair point because I was, you know, I was just talking to uh, this guy that works at the burger place near me. Um, <laughs> He's like, leave me alone. I'm working, dude. Yeah. Well, he was he was saying, yeah, because I was wearing a Weezer hat, as I'm known to do, not doing so right now. Yeah. Um, and he was like, oh, man, Weezer. He's like, something terrible happened to me the other day. And I was like, what? And he was like, and it involves Weezer. And I was like, what? And I was like, just tell me the fucking story, man. And He's like, no, I'm shy. He yeah, like I'm shy. being coy with you. This guy's really cool. The The burger place is great, too. I won't say where, though, because I don't want to dox myself how close sure. it is to me. Um, <laughs> they have a great milkshake. And uh, so wearing my Weezer hat, he's like, these kids came in the other day. And we're playing. They play, they play a lot of like. They play a lot of music in this place, and I think they were playing like something from the Blue Album. I think it might have been, it might have been saying ain't so. Like there's something sure. was playing in there that was old Weezer, and one of the kids was like, "Oh, like who is this? This is a good song." Um, yeah. And the guy goes, "Oh, this is Weezer. You don't know Weezer?" Uh, and then he get the kid goes, "You mean the guys that do it Africa?" Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It's like kids now. There are some kids, some fucking stupid kids. Yeah. Some idiots. Some Minecraft playing. <laughs> Get them. Go off. Roblox, Roblox playing. Hell yeah. Sorry, okay. guys. You're on blast. You're on blast. Uh, I mean, that makes me think of like, I saw a TikTok the other day of like a bunch of people at a club, like probably in their early 20s. And... Mr. Brightside is playing and everyone's like singing at the top of their lungs. Yeah. And there's one guy doing Shazam, like trying to find out oh. like what the song is. Oh my God. But he's God. probably like 23, like 22 or something. And it's yeah, like, what a I nightmare. guess there's a world where like, yeah, you don't, you know. You haven't heard the most popular song in the world. <laughs> like yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it is weird that there's like uh, a generation that's just like, that will be their intro yes. to Weezer is... But honestly, I I kind of like that. Like I like, even though it feels kind of like, I don't want to say cop out, but just like just doing covers is like whatever. But if that is your introduction to a really cool band, like great, who cares, you know? Yeah, in the same way that like my introduction to comedy that I actually like really like, like Mitch Hedberg and stuff. Like my sure. first like stand up. CD that I had was like Dane Cook. You know what I mean? We're like, yeah, not like same. the best uh, yeah. thing ever. But at the time when I was 12 years old, I was like, this is so funny. I wonder if there are other comedians that I would like. And then finding like, you know, everybody else that I. Yeah, like, other problematic like. stand ups we don't like to this day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I th feel like I was listening to Dane Cook and Weezer like in the within the same span. 100%. Of, yeah. Yeah. There's a. Yeah, that's that was that was exactly me. Um, well, Kevin, we've we've talked a little bit. Why don't we ta let's talk a little bit about before we start playing some tunes? 
I'm yeah. going to give you some facts from this album, okay? Great. We've already covered some of them, so this will be quick. Uh, this, Like we said earlier, this is the first of four seasonal EPs to be released this year, and this will be on the first day of each season. So if you're listening to this and you want more, yeah, you'll know when to hear the episode, probably the day after, <laughs> <laughs> the day after it comes out. Uh, and each EP is going to have its own production style and motif based on the season, uh, which I don't know. I don't know enough about. How how would you record a podcast? Yeah, in, with in a spring. season in mind. Yeah. Um, so it sounded like I don't want to cut me off if I'm jumping on what you're about to say, but like one yeah, of the no. things I saw was he was like listening to is it Vivaldi, like yeah. a classical composer, and yeah. was like you can get some inspiration. He, he said he's like inspired by that and like the opening track and and some other things. I wonder if like that's going to be his approach is like inspiration from different like classical composers yeah, it sounded like you might be using a different engineer for the other eps as well some some shakespeare in the park type stuff yes for, yeah for like the spring one for example yeah uh but then yeah i guess the other ones are going to be one of them is going to be like a dance rock type thing like the strokes and Franz ferdinand i think that's the autumn one. Oh, cool yeah uh winter is going to be sort of a connor oberisty and uh hmm. The summer one is going to be just like classic Weezer, baby. Yeah, I believe it. Crunchy I hope guitars. So. Yeah. Uh, you get a little bit of that in this EP, too. I can't wait to get to some of the guitars in this. There's some, uh, I mean, not to yeah. shoot our wads or whatever, but like, <laughs> there's some good guitars in this, and I can't wait to uh, say something about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah. And, and, okay, so this is a statement. I'm going to read the following statement. Great. from rivers on his discord which i am in but i can't comment i don't know how to i don't know how to do it if anyone's listening and knows how to I can get in there and start commenting uh tell me because i have no idea it, it, he has it set up in such a way that i just i don't know what to do you're looking at the keyboard and it's like what one do i push which one <laughs> how do i spell high rivers <laughs> Actually, that would be kind of a cool mod if he had like everyone's keyboards locked on his Discord. Where yeah, like no. you you can see typing, but you can't actually type. You can so like each one is like they're like I don't know how it works necessarily. You have to be in the because he has a, he built a website that yeah. he that he uses and it's like a forum. But then the Discord is run through there, and you have to have an account on both somehow. And I, I do, but I just don't know how to. I just I, I'm doing something wrong. But you also sounds like a lot of work. He has it programmed, or he had the website programmed uh, back in the day when um, if you used an exclamation point, you couldn't send the message. Oh, no. He was like, just like relax. Just be chill. Yeah. I kind of like that. Yeah. It was like, every, maybe he's like, everybody uses this too much. I'm going to yeah. take this out and then just have a normal conversation with somebody. That's cool. Uh, um Okay, so here's a statement. Everyone needs to praise his music, but be like chill about it. Like, yeah, this album's very good. Yes, yeah, so I don't think he even likes to. I don't. I haven't spent a ton of time in there because, uh, like I said, I can't comment. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> like, what am I gonna do here if I can't pop off? Sure. Uh, but from what I was looking at, it doesn't look like anybody's really talking about like, oh, I like this. I like this. Either talking to him about like production and sure. um, like what he's thinking about like with these new songs and like, yeah, he's like, like going over like stuff. what songs are going to be on what and things like that. He's kind of, he's open in that way, but I don't think he cool. wants to be like, Oh, like praise. Hey, we love your stuff. Yeah. yeah great. Um, so here's a statement from rivers on discord about what the album is. 
This is the overall vibe. Two angels descend from heaven down to earth because they're tired of being so prim and proper up in heaven. They find themselves in a magical forest pre-Christian Ireland in the midst of... uh, in the midst of a circle of elves, fairies, and other magical creatures. There, they learn of the power of love and self-acceptance. They learn of music, drum circles, flutes, and distorted guitars. They learn learn to dance, but but all seasons turn, and eventually Adam and Eve grow restless. As summer nears, they leave the forest for the next adventure in the far-off land of Rome, a place of much unrest where the youth will soon rise up in protest. Yes, there are yes, there are three seasons more, each of which will offer its own palette of color, creators and em- creators and emotions to explore. Join Weezer in this work in progress as they explore the four seasons in a set of four mini albums. Wow. And this is like the press release for this project that he's then sent to his management and sure. and the record label and was like, is this okay? And then they were like, sure. Yeah, sure, dude. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. So is, do you think this is going to be like a rock opera, like a concept album through the seasons? I'm wondering that because I'm like, I think the plan is to release them all like this and then release them all as one thing. Sure. Um, But... Okay. I wonder, because that to me would mean that they would have to have similar, you know, they use a lot of the same people anyway, but I'm like, are they going to keep like Jake uh, Sinclair and and Susie Shin on for all of them? Or are they going to work with different people each time and just have them produced to that specific style, you know? Yeah. Are they going to bring in people that work within that style to work along with uh, Jake and and Susie? So something yeah. something I read too is that he said he's like ninety percent done with the whole thing already. So I wonder if it's like, is the last ten percent maybe just like the production, like like these kind of final steps of like touching stuff up and like yeah. recording. So I if think he's that's kind of done. Don't mess with it too much. Yeah, exactly. Because it sounds Leave like it. he, which is kind of cool that it sounds like he kind of knows exactly what he wants to do with it instead of yes. just like figuring it out as you're doing it. Yeah, I don't need a Donda release on this type of thing. Yep. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> which, speaking of, Kevin, you're from Chicago. Yeah. Do you like the band Chicago? I thought you were going to say Kanye, but uh, yeah, Chicago's cool too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Chicago musicians, you in or you out? I think we're in with Chicago. Um, let's look. I, when I was in uh, my college marching band, we did a Chicago medley. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the whole thing was like, remember, like, that's where we're from. Yeah. And people were like, okay. But um, I don't know. I need to give Chicago uh, more love than I currently do. Because I was I listening think... to him on a walk the other day, and I was like, oh, these fuckers are good. Yeah, it seems like they slap. Um, but... I don't know. I mean, I'm no Jimmy Pardo with Chicago, but no, I me think... neither. And I would never claim to be. Yeah, maybe I should start claiming it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what, Pardo, if you're listening, your days which are you are, now. we're coming for you. <laughs> That's not true. We're sorry. Um, we have actually nothing but uh, admiration and respect for you, sir. We're very sorry, sir. Um, but it's uh, a- yeah, Chicago's cool. The uh, so yeah, this album is produced by Jake Sinclair, who's worked with them. A bunch of times now at this point um but also Susie shin uh is back former Legend. guest friend former of the guest. show 
uh, and this guy Ethan Gruska, who I uh, I think is his, this is his first time working with them. Uh, did did Susie work on the Van Weezer album too? Susie produced uh, Van Weezer, but uh, she also worked. She did the vocal producing for Teal and a couple other things wow. too. She's worked with them for quite a bit. Yeah, that's so awesome. Um, and then Jake has done. I think Jake's been with them since the White Album. Um, I need to listen to Van Weezer more. I feel like as kind of like a slow budding metalhead, that might yeah. be more up my alley. It's it's a lot of fun. It's it's crazy guitars and seeing that show live. That was something I was gonna say too. They put out so much that I I wonder how King Gizzard handled handles something like this. They can't really represent the whole catalog on a tour, no. right? So like when I saw when I've I've seen Weezer uh, you know a fair amount of times. I think they only did like one show for the White Album, and have never really played any of those songs wow. live again. Like, yep. and they're so, and a lot of that stuff is really great. Uh, so yeah, it's kind of kind of sad that uh, it's really sad. Yeah, uh, I think Gizzard did last year or maybe two years ago. Was they did a like five show, like five nights? I think in like Australia or something, and each night was a different genre. So it was oh. like. Thursday's jazz night, Friday's metal night, uh, Saturday is psychedelic night, Sunday, uh, and each mm-hmm. show had like 15 or 20 songs. And I was like, that's such a cool way to, like, if your catalog is that deep, I'm sure Weezer could do a similar thing of like having like a themed night for like four nights in a row. That would, would be, be really fun. I, I want them to bring back the cruise. They did a cruise. Twice. Did they really? Yeah, and I thought about going both times, and I just didn't have the the scratch for it. But now I'm like, do it again. I'll go. I don't know if this was a joke or not. I like to. Th- I hope that it was real. But Nine Inch Nails did a cruise called Nine Inch Sales. <laughs> that I love that. I love that. I wanna. <laughs> I wanna write you like a dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kevin, all we have to do now, we're going to play some of these songs. We're going to talk about them as we go. But before we do that, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. And we're back. We did it. We did it. We both went to the bathroom for a long time. We did long bathroom break <laughs> and very quick brunch. Yeah, yeah, we had to go get some brunch. I had to smash some mimosas, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, and- I kept asking if they were bottomless, and they... Uh, they said no, but Matt persisted. We needed to have four yeah, each. I said, so keep them coming. Act as if they are bottomless. You hear me, muchacho? Yeah. That's what I, I said. I was saying, are these Winnie the Poohs? And they were like, what, what do you mean? And I was like, bottomless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Winnie the Pooh. Maybe the cutest guy of all time? Yeah. How, is, how has he not been canceled yet? Cancel his ass. Winnie. He's cute, but cancel him. Cupa canceled. <laughs> Name of my memoir. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kevin, are you ready to hear some of? I mean, you, are you ready to hear some of uh, seasons spring? Hell yeah! All right. So, do you do think it. do you think each out each EP is going to be called S Z N Z colon and then the the season? I think so. Yeah, I, that makes sense. Because I, I, I kind of think before we, we press play, I think. It should have just been the, um, the name of the season. The name of the season. I, I think that works just as too. well, because I don't know what you get, what you really get out of seasons. Oh, he, you know? here's my note. Here's my suggestion: do what you do. What you did. Do what you said. Have each EP just called 
spring, summer, etc. Mm-hmm. When you release the full compilation of all of them together, call it season S Z N Z. There you go. That's we fixed it for you. Fixed it, boys. All right. Here's here's the first track from spring. Mm-hmm. Here we go. It's opening night. One night out under the stars, one night out under the stars with Romeo and Juliet. One night out under the stars, one night out under the stars. Have you seen this one yet? Shakespeare makes me happy. Do you like Shakespeare, Kevin? No. Pisses me off. <laughs> oh, so th- you heard this song and you're like, are you fucking kidding me with this? I was like, well, that's a funny joke. I started laughing. I thought this was a comedy song. Yeah. You're like, how um, could anybody? These guitars. Go. Yeah. Play the hits, baby. And so I don't. this might not mean much to you, Kevin, but it might mean something to the listeners. I think the guitars on this album, the guitars that sound like this, nice and crunchy, Yep. sound like... Guitars from Everything Will Be Alright in the End. It has that guitar tone to me. Yeah. And if somebody like to disagree with me, don't. We turned the comments off, like, the Discord. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love that crunch a lot. I think that's, like, a classic Weezer sound. Um, this is very folky. So, like, you reading that kind of description tracks, because it feels very, like, Lord of the Rings to me, of, like, that intro. Yes. yes. Very um, much so, yeah. Where like, yeah, like Rivers is like describing like this is what happened. Two little angels, two sweet little angels. Yeah, and then out. they hit you with that Weezer stank. Yeah, they put some stank on it. Um, a lot of I liked the backing vocals in that song quite a bit. I liked uh, the lyrics are a little like silly and cheesy, kind of corny. Whatever. Yeah, but like I don't know if um, Weezer would ever say that they weren't that. Like, yeah, you know, like totally. they sort of are like the dorky sort of like alt rock guys, you know? Yeah. Um, and I know that Rivers does like Shakespeare because he, he would do these like fan nights where he would like buy tickets to a like theater production of like a Shakespeare show and then have people come and join him. And yeah. like, all they would do is then talk about Shakespeare, not wow. about music or anything. Wow, that's uh, cool. And I, I, I never went to that. Um, well, it'd be cool to be that passionate about anything in life, but uh, res- tipping my hat to Rivers, that's very cool. Yeah, very cool. Um, I wish it was like something cooler or something like fucking uh, space balls. Yeah, or like some shit. kicking ass or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Being yeah, call, tough. Me when, call me when it's fucking uh, uh, WrestleMania night, dude. Uh, Rivers should do a WrestleMania-themed album. They, you know, who did do one? Uh, Mountain Goats. Mountain Goats have a really fun really? album that's themed of red. Like they did a couple of albums uh, similarly to like this, not necessarily as quick, I think. But they did one album that was about <laughs> wrestling, and another album about goths. Uh, wow, that's cool. Yeah, they they have a lot of fun in that way. We should uh, make an EP that's like the walk on music for different wrestlers, but we are creating the story of like each wrestler is a fictional character that we create. And yes. we, similar to the Rivers Discord announcement, we like kind of say the preamble of this person's like story and then play the like 45 second intro to that person. Halfway through this EP, the heel comes in and it's fucking crazy. Yeah. 
Oh man, that actually would be really fun. It'd be really fun. I kind of wish I liked wrestling more, but that's not Me for too. neither here nor there. It seems great, and I love it. I love that people are very into it. Yeah. Um, shout out I to our wrestling have... stands. Yeah, shout out to the wrestling stands out there. Uh, I just I, I don't have enough room on my plate, but thank you. I'm uh, swamped. Honestly, I'm swamped. But thank you. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't make it. But it yeah. seems great. The one time I watched it, I had don't a great time say Thursday it. nights. I'm swamped. I gotta watch reruns of the office. Oh, it's Monday night, right? Is it Monday night wrestling? I think here's the thing, Kevin. It's on every fucking night. This oh, wrestling. See, I can't. That's too much. <laughs> it's everywhere. <laughs> okay, opening night. Uh, hits. Good job, guys. It slapped. A good, a good. I think a good start gets you in the mood for spring. I think a very springtime. Very sound. springy. Yeah. Uh, but here we go. Here's the next track, number two on spring. Yeah. I think this title is really funny. Yeah, it, ma- it made me chuckle. Angels on vacation. They tricked you. Yep. You thought you were at church. You're in the park. Come out with us. Yeah. Something about this does remind me of the Cars, who are, of course, a big influence on Weezer. Um, And this, to me, is a this is a through and through Weezer song. It's fantastic. Like this is when I first heard this, I was like, I 100% could hear this on the radio. You know what I mean? Like this sounds like a song that they should play instead of Say It Ain't So this year. Not that they right. shouldn't play Say It Ain't So, but like swap in some of the songs that we've heard a million times with like this and some other stuff. I think a really fun song. Um, it's like an easy listen too, you know? Yes. Like this could be, this could be in Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. Or something. It has that totally. sort of like broad appeal of like, I don't know. It just, it's like a, if you if this was on at the grocery store, the grandmas aren't getting mad. No, no one's no one's protesting this. Except they're uh, probably maybe being like, angels don't take breaks. Actually, yeah, they're tw- they're three sixty five. Yeah, uh, they don't they don't mess with that. A, a line I I saw that made me laugh because it was like this is a stretch is uh, in the like Rolling Stone review of this album they or this EP they were like clearly a lot of inspiration from Brian May, um, which is interesting because his last name is May. Uh, yeah. which is spring. So maybe like that's why they did it. I was like, I don't think that's that, what. <laughs> did I, I love, write this? I love sometimes when journalists like take like a huge swing of like, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's like, that's is an interesting coincidence. I don't think that's why Rivers like was like, yeah, let's do something a little more like queen at this part because it Brian sounds- May in spring. <laughs> Not to bring this all the way back to podcasting, of course. Yeah. But that sounds like something like that like a comedy bang bang character came up with. Yeah. It's like that crazy. Do you think this person said this? Because when they did the live show in 2016, someone said the same thing in yes. response to a thing that they weren't at. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Two upvotes. <laughs> and one of them is the automatic one you get when you post something. Yeah, that's definitely... Yeah, that's... The um... second one is their alt account. <laughs> 
are you getting a sense of the kind of stuff we talk about? <laughs> I think people are uh, getting the shit talk that we were talking about. <laughs> That's just kidding. We love everybody that comments online. Yes, uh, every you're all helpful. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's good. Everyone's great. Everyone's wonderful. Yes. Uh, but you know what? I know we were just being a little snarky right now, having a little bit of a laugh. Well, why don't we go into the next song? Uh, number three on spring. We almost sounded like angels on vacation. Uh, yeah, if that's what you call devils. And now I think we need a little bit of love. That's right. Here's a little bit of love. <laughs> this is the single, Kevin. Gotcha. Ooh, that's fun. I sort of take back what I said about the last song being in Kung Fu Panda. This could be in it. Like, yeah. you know, like a Shrek. Totally. Like, it's all about, like, being sweet. It's very pretty. All those, like, acoustic guitars and uh, mandolin, it sounds like, maybe. Yeah. Um, I love a acoustic groove. You know what I mean? Like, you can feel the beat in this without yes. needing the drums. But then... There's that little, little sneaky guitar. Totally. Uh, uh, yeah, this one's a bop without needing to be overly complicated. Like, it's just a simple groove that they make right. work in a way that's like... It also feels like a pretty song, you know? Like, it feels emotional and... Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of, like, textures in this that I I hope they get, like, credit for. I I, I would like it to... You know, this is the thing. I don't really listen to the radio, so I don't yeah. know what they're playing over there these days. Machine Gun Kelly? Sure, yeah. I don't know what's going on, but it's tough. that's a that that to me is like a that's a radio hit. That's a good that's a good radio song. Like that's a that's I sort agree. of what we were talking about earlier of like sort of like sort of broad appeal, very like uh, very accessible. Nobody's getting mad about that. But that to me also, I was talking to Scott about this a little bit, Scott Ackerman, uh-huh. and uh, he was saying that it's very like. He wishes the guitars were a little louder. That's his big complaint about <laughs> uh, uh, Weezer production these days. And uh, and then just music production in general is that he thinks uh, all the guitars are mixed down a, a bit. They're a little too poppy. Whereas yeah. like, if it was like a rock song or something, it should be tuned up a little more. This isn't necessarily rock, but he said that... Um, it, it'd be nice if the guitars were a little up. And uh, look, I love guitars. I, I, don't I don't disagree, disagree with that because when you think about like the green album, like to the I the first thing I think about is the guitars. The guitar mm-hmm. and hash pipe is like so like mixed up in like Island in the Sun. Like the first thing I think about are the guitars, where the first thing I think about in the like later albums are like rivers singing more yes. than the instrumentation. Not that yeah. the instrumentation is bad, and not no. even that the mixing is bad, but it's just like I think it's just like a different style of like the I don't know. I think the like guitars were a little more of a focus in the late nineties, early two thousands. And unfortunately it just seems like they're maybe not unfortunately, that's just kind of my opinion yeah. is that like, yeah, it'd be fun if there was more, the, if yeah. we we're pushing the guitar more. The only like 
true example of this that I, I, I've come to understand is, are you familiar with the band The Living End? No. They have the song Prisoner of Society. Uh, it was like on, I mean, here it was on the radio all the time, like okay. in, in like the late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. And it's just, they're an Australian band. They're really, really great. You might like them quite a bit, actually. Cool. They're really good. But that's the only song they played on the radio here. And uh, because a lot of their other songs are so like guitar focused and like, uh, like very intricate guitars. Like yeah. it, that I heard that they weren't really played on the radio much is because it would have just been like confusing for radio listeners. Like it was like, there's too much guitar yeah. uh, go, like going on that people would be like, what is this? And then just kind of like turn it off. It's, you know, radio is all about retention. So they uh, just never got the, the, the airwave play out here in the States. It's interesting. Cause uh, yeah, when I think about, yeah, Weezer over the years in the last like five years in particular, but maybe that's just because when I was younger, I just didn't know enough about Weezer, mm-hmm. but it just feels a lot more like River-centric than maybe it has in the past to me, and I think part of that is the mixing. I don't know. It just it does feel more like vocal-focused than it has in previous albums, and yeah. you know, maybe some of that's for good, and maybe some of it is like, no, let's, let's hear those pretty, you know, guitars and a little bit of love. But uh, yeah, why don't we why don't we move on from that? And uh, Kevin, you didn't take a bite out of that apple, did you? Uh, wait, this one? <laughs> oh with, no, that with the chomp in it—that was you. The one with the worm waving. Hi, Matt. Uh, oh no, not the worm! <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> well, the next song—I mean, I don't have a better segue than I no, was that trying was, to do. That was flawless. I was doing a skit. More skits, bring back skits and albums. Does Weezer have any skits? Weezer and doesn't have any skits, but if they did, they would have really funny ones. I they think. would. <laughs> They're a funny band. They're funny. Next album, summer, season, summer, skits. all skits. Skits in between each track. Please give us some skits on the next one. Uh, but here's track number four. Uh, skits over, by the way. Skits here's over. track number four. <laughs> and that's how of- each skit ends. Skits done. <laughs> here's the Garden of Eden. Sweet little birds. Oh no! <laughs> the duck hunt dog. <laughs> Take a look through my kaleidoscope. See the diamonds as they flick. This to me has a stand by me kind of vibe. Yeah. Just that like back guitar a little bit. Um, but I, I, I love this song. He's singing about the Garden of Eden. He also mentioned dinosaurs earlier. Rivers is on one. I like this distortion a lot. I like this this guitar. A lot of triplets in the vocals. Yeah, 
Um, I like this. I like this chorus a lot. I'll be completely honest with you. At this point, I'm starting to like look at my watch or think about how I liked the other songs on this EP. Sure, it's starting to feel a little similar to like the last song, and like I don't know. I'm starting to like. I like the chorus a lot. I think the chorus is the best part of this chorus song. Is good. But I'm starting to, it's to me hard having a slow song in the middle of a seven song EP. I yes. think I might have moved this to like six or seven. Your sequence um, guy. I, I guess I am because I, I just like three, a little bit of love was like so upbeat and cool, e- mm-hmm. even though it was just like mostly acoustic. Uh, I, I like this kind of like upward building that we're doing with the energy. And then with Garden of Eden, I'm just kind of like, uh, it slows down in a way that I like kind of wasn't anticipating in a way that I'm like, uh, maybe let's bump that to six. That's Even my- if it's a little slower, at least like pacing wise, then you're like sort of like, okay, well, we're getting ready to get out of here anyway. Like might yeah. as well put it down there. Um, well, Kevin, you're yeah. in luck. Thank God. Because I think this next one is a bit is is a little is up. This one is up for sure. I thought uh, I was nervous. You're gonna say you're in luck because we're we're done with this episode. Like yeah, if you're gonna be tired, then we're not gonna fucking. Yeah. Hey, uh, if you're gonna need a nap or something, dude, then why don't you go to fuck to sleep? Yeah, I'll get someone else that will have more energy. But like, <laughs> thanks for the last hour, asshole. No way. I'm having the time of my life with my Me too. friend. Me too. Um, and why don't we get into this next sound? This next song. Track five? Track five. Yeah. The Sound of Drums. All right. Speak in my language. When I press play, did you expect to hear... <laughs> yeah, I was hoping. I was like, where's the double bass? Um, I'm getting a lot of like early Led Zeppelin with these. Oh. I'll, I'll, I'll wait till we listen to a little more, so I'm not talking over it. That's some fun. That's some nice guitar. Yeah, I like this. That to me, yeah, that's classic Weezer sound right there. That's I God, love that. It's so good. I think pretty uh, can the adjective pretty can be uh, overused to describe music sometimes, but I do think this is uh, it's just sweet. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it just it it has nice like a resolution. Uh, They're in their and, bag on that one for sure. Yeah, I think swap those last two in the sequence is my take, but. Wow. Um, the there's a few songs on this and i wonder if it's the like spring theme but it does feel like i think of the song ramble on by led zeppelin and just kind of those like 70s early 70s like guitar parts yeah uh i really enjoy i'm a big sucker for those and uh 
yeah i don't know i just think this is like a, a very like s- sweet track um not sweet in the cool way just like i i don't know i i i like the the production of a lot of these songs i think they're just easy listens I think the production is really good. I think so far, if I have a criticism, it's barely a criticism. Yeah. It's, um, you know, I think, I think a lot of, I think lyrically, there's a lot to be desired. Sure. Because like some of these lyrics are kind of simple and kind of silly and fun. Yeah. Um, which makes me wonder, and I don't know, I have nothing to back this up, but there was, oh God, who was this artist? Now it's everyone's gonna be mad at me. There was this artist who. Um, like to get out of a contract, uh, sort of like recorded an album that was just like nonsense and put it out. And I'm sort of wondering, uh, because Rivers and Weezer didn't really clear the this plan with their record label or anything. I wonder, yeah. I wonder if they're trying to get out of a <laughs> of a record deal. Could and be sort of p- put out a couple of things at once, and or you know, in a year, and then have that sort of clear their um, agreement with them. Uh, they didn't really care about the lyrics that much. But I, I Googled nice it lyrics. and it said Van Morrison. I wonder Van, if it, it was Van it? Morrison. Yeah, Great. that's right. Okay. Uh, Van Morrison wanted to get out of his record deal and recorded a nonsense album. Yeah. Uh, uh, could be. I, I don't know. Uh, not that any of this is nonsense because obviously like musically and production wise, they they put their whole ass into it. Like it, it sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Like if they have like a five, five record deal or something, if they're like, well, we can just rip through these four and yes. then be done with this. Uh, yeah. that's definitely possible. Uh, just my little, I put my tinfoil hat on. You had yours yeah, on earlier. I put I mine on. Um, my critique would be, and we're not even done yet, but I'll, no. I'll, I'll do like a short one and we can kind of do like a bigger discussion after, but I, I just feel too much. And I wonder if it's like, if having a theme is both helpful and harmful of like, I feel a lot of similarity in the tracks. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if it's because they keep trying to come back to the theme of spring in a way that's like, I'm not really surprised by anything as you listen to it. It's like, yep, that was kind of like the other ones. And sometimes that's just being a band is like, you have like one type of sound that you're good at and and you stick to it. But listening through it um i'm not really like uh surprised in a way that i happen with like other albums or like other even other weezer albums of like wow that one sounded way different than the last track yes. um yeah the, the my, biggest like uh the like the red album in particular is a good album for that sort of like true whiplash yeah of being dynamic. like wait what what's going on here oh this one's crazy this is like this is wild yeah um but you know we did a little we did a little critique, but now I think it's time for a little a little more love. We had some love earlier. Yeah. How about all this love? Number six. Great. A melodica back there? Mm-hmm. COVID. That was about COVID. That wasn't Matt that said that, by the way. That was in the song. <laughs> Someone on the backup vocals went COVID. COVID. Yeah, I, 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 
He did. Do you think he's talking about No Nut November? <laughs> yeah, he's talking about December 1st. <laughs> the music video is just like a rocket ship blasting off. <laughs> I love that. That's to me is so fun. I like he doesn't really do stuff like that. Uh, this this whole song is I think kind of like a not a response to my critique, but this one feels a lot more like it's moving, you know, it doesn't yeah. feel like uh, one type of thing the entire song. Um, this one's good. Yeah, I like that one. I think I think back half of the EP strong. Uh, yeah. And maybe front half of the EP pretty good too. Middle, middle, middle could use so some good. work. <laughs> we gotta get back to the middle. And here. I don't even know if it's like that. It needs work, but it's just like it slows down and kind of bums me out a little bit. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's the point. Um, I think uh, I don't know. I think uh, maybe I'm just living in La La Land and trying to like always have art to be an escape. Um, Ryan Gosling over here, everybody. But um, I. Th- the don't tell me that you're singing with the mask on. I don't want to remember about. I don't want to think about how the yeah. world sucks right like there's now. There's this new killer song. Like not new, but it's maybe like two years old now at this point. But this new yeah. killer song that like mentions fake news, and I was like, stop. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. I know, Brandon. Uh, yeah, stop it, Brandon. Uh, uh, but okay, well, Kevin. Yes, we're on the final track here, number seven. Are you feeling freaking wild right now, dude? I am feeling very wild, specifically in my chest area. And I Uh-oh. think I remember really liking the song, so I'm pretty excited about it. All right. Well, this one, here we go. Number seven, the final song on Spring, Wild at Heart. That's good. Yeah, this is great. That's tasty. Yeah, I love this. I'm calling it now favorite. This is my favorite song on it on the EP. Wow. Oh yeah. Ooh. A breakdown. We love it. Ooh. And see, like, I could see why this one wouldn't be on the radio. Yeah. But it's so fucking good. It's so I like good. that vocal in the chorus. It sounds like a minor dissension too. Like da da yeah. I think yeah. that's like really fun too. Another reason why you probably wouldn't hear it on the radio. Yeah. Here's my take. Start with this. Uh, this should be track one in my opinion. Even wow. though opening nights sounds like a very track opener song. I feel like start with your strongest. And this one is such a fucking bop. I understand why you'd want to end with a really strong track. But... Uh, this one is so. This one stands out to me. Uh, yeah, that's like a. That's a great. I think this is like a great Weezer song. Like I think. I agree. I don't know. I one. I hope they start doing shows. I'd love to go see them soon. Um, and I also am like that would be a great one to see live. It'd be fantastic. Totally. I love that. Like you called out the like, 
halftime feel to like it feels like uh just in the chorus feels like that it like slows down in a really cool way yeah um the guitar is so good uh and the melody is really catchy too i think uh this song slaps i think there's a lot of like uh b's and c pluses and maybe like one or two a's throughout the cp but the wild at heart isn't is a solid a yeah, I really love Wild at Heart. Um, I, yeah, an absolute, an absolute A, a banger. Yeah. Um, well, Kevin, we're reviewing the damn thing. So Hell what yeah. do you think? I mean, I'm certainly going to spend some more time with this and listen to this as I'm always listening to Weezer. Do you think you'll give this another spin at some point in your life? I do think I will. Um, the first time I listened to it, I was like, uh, I think it's okay. Second time I listened to it, I enjoyed it a lot more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like each time I listen to it, I get more out of it. Yes. I definitely think I will spend the most amount of time with Wild at Heart. Yes. Um, and I am just personally excited to watch the progression of the next three EPs. I love, I love kind of like big concept projects like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it'll be fun to see the similarities and the differences from each of these EPs. Like I said, with gizzard releasing five albums in in a year that was really fun to like uh go through and like listen to all of those and and how different each one was uh i hope that the next three don't just feel kind of like ham-fisted like okay here's the obvious summer song here's the obvious winter song i mean they're probably going to have parts of that throughout but uh i love i love a project like this i think this is cool for the band Uh, i think it's fun for them to see to see them stretch like this too and like just like they're you know you can never accuse weezer of not trying stuff absolutely they're always always interested in uh, just trying something new um there is actually one more song that's not on the release it's on the vinyl only wow uh called across the meadow and it's not out yet i'll probably get to hear it for like a year um, very spring sounding song as well. Yeah, they kept it to themselves for uh, you know for the vinyl release only. So you know, stay tuned. I'm, I'm sure once I hear it, I'll, you'll be hearing me talk about it here. Um, but I, Kevin, yes, we're at, we're at the end of our time here. Uh, is there anything you'd like to plug at this time? First of all, thank you for joining me. Um, I'd like to plug the band Weezer. I think oh, they're good. very cool. I <laughs> would like to plug your podcast. I think it, I also think it's very cool. I just want to say really quick, my yes. very last like closing thought. Um, Kevin's closing thought. Why I like, why this band has grown on me over the years. And I'm just going to kind of extrapolate with what, what you said yeah. of like, you can't say that they don't try. I think part of why uh, they've stayed together for the last 20 plus years is like, I can't think of a lot of bands in, not, not maybe not in history, but like in the last few decades that are like, all right, we're going to do uh, a full, uh, we're going to do four EPs this year of all different seasons. We're going to do yes. an entire covers album. We're going to do, uh, in the style of, uh, like, okay, computer, okay, human. Uh, mm-hmm. we're going to do a metal album instead of Van Halen called Van Weezer. I just yes. think, uh, and then having all this different, like blue album, green album, red album, black album, white album. Uh, we're going to do an orchestral, uh, album. And, uh, as a musician, it's just so inspiring to see someone constantly 
pushing themselves creatively. Yeah, uh, I, I find the band to be like so inspiring. Um, and even in a way that's like not even as a musician, just as like a person that works in a creative field. Uh, it's fun checking out uh, people in like uh, other art forms like, oh, look at how these guys are pushing themselves creatively. And sometimes like that can inspire me and like other people to like, maybe I should try this like weird thing uh, with the thing that I work on. And so I, I just think that this band is so unique not that it's like oh they did a covers album i'm sh a lot of bands have done covers sure, albums right but i just think that, like it's so cool that they're uh exploring music in a way that many other bands would just a hundred percent cash out after say it ain't so say thanks everyone for the millions and we're just gonna play that for the next 30 years yeah they could be a legacy band right like, yeah. where they're just kind of doing the same stuff over and over again but they they keep coming back with different new exciting things and us weezer fans we're eating baby yeah we're, we're eating it up uh kevin thank you for being here thank everybody you. go check out I mean, you don't need to hear it from me. If you know me, you know this show. Go check out Hollywood Handbook. Go subscribe to the flagrant, the flagrant ones Patreon. Uh, it's all all the stuff. There's good. And yes, Kevin's there's a, a new. I don't feel guilty kind of announcing this because Jacob already did on Comedy Bang Bang. But we have a a new music show coming out April eighth with Jacob Waisaki and uh, Asan Williams called Never Heard of Them, uh, talking about genres that our guests uh their guests love and genres that they hate and then talking maybe playing a song from each and and kind of just talking tunes and stuff uh matt's on an episode it's That's great right. everyone should check it out uh coming out april 8th on the flagrant ones patreon and i can't wait to listen to the, the one that i'm not on but I'll, i <laughs> i don't do that i don't I, I don't listen back to me uh but kevin thank you for being here yeah uh, and everybody you know you can follow the show uh on twitter and instagram uh ugh, the, i gotta change it why it's so hard to say wwtha weezer pod what's with these homies talking about weezer pod or follow me on twitter and instagram at apodaca kevin what are your handles kevin j bartelt kevin j bartelt this clown made a website kevinbartelt.com oh shit it's basically a page of flexing so if you want to admire that a page i spent of a lot flexing. of time on it sounds um, good to me damn this website looks good kev nice job yeah, uh, yeah. go yeah. check out his website you'll get all his stuff there uh, and then, yeah, see ya. See ya in the summer, guys. Bye.